listening to Speaking with One Voice with Rodney Payne. If you have any comments, questions, concerns, topics you'd like discussed on the show, or if you'd like to be a guest on the show, please email us at rpayne at onevoiceinc.org. That's rpayne at onevoiceinc.org. You can also search for us on Acast, Google Play, SoundCloud, and iTunes. Just look for Speaking with One Voice. Now, here's your host, Rodney Payne. Hello, and welcome to Speaking with One Voice. I am your host, the coach, Rodney Payne. Thank you so much for joining me again this week. Here on Speaking with One Voice, we look to add value to you each and every week on this podcast, and we are so grateful for your continued support, your faithful support. Thank you for liking and rating our podcast. Thank you for sharing it. And most of all, thank you for tuning in each and every week. We appreciate you. We have so much going on. I want you to mark your calendars and go get your tickets today, October 8th, 8 a.m. Central Time. We will be hosting Live to Lead. This dynamic simulcast with John Maxwell is going to be amazing. It's a half-day leadership development experience. The focus of this is to equip you with new perspectives, practical tools, and key takeaways. You're going to learn from world-class leadership experts, uh, so you ought to come being prepared with your mind ready, with your notepad ready, to hear some amazing speakers. The lineup this year is simply phenomenal. You want to you want to come and hear this. Uh, you're going to have Jeff Henderson uh, named by Forbes magazine as one of 20 speakers you should not miss. Ed Milet, Mr. Podcast. You don't want to miss him. Valerie Burton, CEO of Coaching and Positive Psychology. You don't want to miss her. She is phenomenal. Jamie Kern Lima, the founder of It Cosmetics. You don't want to miss this exciting young lady, her story is a phenomenal story. Sold her company for $1.6 billion, built out of her living room. And then, of course, the guru himself, the speaker of all speakers, the number one leadership author of all time, John C. Maxwell. That's right, he will be there. And so you get all of this for $79, including a lunch for our on-site venue, 8 a.m. to 2 p.m. You want to bring your teams out. $79 per person. You can get information at RodneyRPain.com. You can get information by following us on social media and turning on your notifications at Rodney R. Pain. And again, that's October 8th. You want to be in the room. We have an in-the-room, in-person event for $79 that will include, in addition to those speakers, we'll have local speakers, keynotes, uh, prize giveaways, door prizes, etc. And also we have an online-only uh, version, online-only. So if you want a virtual presentation, online-only, uh, we have that as well for $79 right now. So listen, you don't want to miss it. We're about 30 days out, and you want to be a part of this great day. Make up your mind. Make your plans to get your team there and be in the room. So for today's topic, let's, let's talk about clarifying your culture clarifying your culture. Uh, when, I, when I talk about culture, in, in, a, in a word, it's, it's how you do things, right? How you do things. Uh, culture is going to literally determine your company's success or failure. Um, and so we want to look at this from two perspectives as we consider our topic on the day. One is we want to make sure that you take time to identify your individual culture, your individual brand, if you will, 
that's going to be important for how you do your business. In addition, you also want to determine how your brand does business. This is a very, very significant process. So remember, culture, it, it has several components when you look at it. A value, vision, missions, uh, your mission, your purpose. Um, your culture is like the bullseye of your organization, and it sits right at the very heart or the center of your business. So it's going to determine what the atmosphere is. I think about a book uh, I read from Sam Chand, and he talks about uh, culture. Uh, is is There's the front of the house experience where everyone kind of sees the outgoing thing from a restaurant theme of how it looks and, and how it presents. But then there's a kitchen experience, the behind the scenes. And that's where things get a little loud, things get a little rough. And so you really want to consider, even though you're putting out the best possible product, you want to make certain that you have a good kitchen culture as well. So when you think about how you do things, um, it, culture is something that tells the truth on you. Culture is not something you can make up or you can kind of uh, fix it with a with a giveaway or a sales contest. Who you are will show up under your stressful and and difficult times. So you want to be careful that, to understand that having a clarifying culture means that you want to have a culture that clearly identifies and separates you from every other uh, competitor. You want to have a brand that makes sense to you all the time and, and be successful. Why? Because a strong internal culture, a strong personal brand is necessary in order to create a business that will last. Culture uh, that is not uh, strong and thriving, a culture that is inconsistent will kill your business. Let me say that again. Culture that is not strong, uh, it will kill your business. So I want us to focus on how do we really clarify our culture in this environment. As you're thinking about culture, what do you really stand for? This is so important. Know exactly what you stand for, what does your product uh, fix or, or solve as a problem, and how do you deliver this uh, to your clientele? So when you identify your culture or you want to clarify your culture, you have to be very, very clear on what the core essentials of your business or your brand are. You have to, and there has to be agreement here, folks. We got to make sure that what we say we stand for, what we deliver from a product perspective, and what we actually do, they all have to be in agreement and we have to live by those values. So, so when you think about it, uh, your culture is going to really get you to a place where you can deal with, with the, uh, your values. Why are values significant? Well, values are significant because values are what build the framework of your culture. Values build the framework of your culture. So if you have inconsistent uh, values, you'll have an inconsistent culture. If you have misidentified values, your culture will be out of line. Culture is critical because culture will motivate those 
who are around you to do a better job. It creates an environment. It creates a space where this is how we do things. When you go to the most well-known brands that are that are very successful, they have a keynote uh, culture, if you will. They have a signature culture. There's something about that brand that if I don't say the name of the brand, but I tell you to just do it, you may be able to identify what that culture is, uh, what their motivation is, what their slogan is, what their goal is, just by a phrase. If I say my pleasure, you probably have something in your mind that that aligns with. And in order for these things to be things that that, uh, stand the test of time, if you will, they have to be consistent. And what they do is that when you have those values, they build your culture. And then that culture becomes motivating to everyone around you, not just internally, but also externally. So culture is critical. Why, why does it matter if your team is motivated? I know that many uh, experts believe that motivation is up to you. You have to decide to motivate yourself and that internal factor that drives you. I'm telling you that Every team that that is successful has a coach that somehow finds a way to to lift the level of the team's performance. And that comes from the culture that comes from from how they do things and the way they do things. They begin to expect to win. They begin to expect success. And that's based on this motivation and a motivated team their driving factor ultimately is success, right? So if you want to have a right culture that leads to the right output, that's where that that culture comes in. That's where that motivation comes in. And at the end of the day, all of us have a business. We're in. A, we're a brand. We have a team. Uh, we've excelled in our area of leadership because we want success. And success equals revenue. And revenue is produced by our clientele, by our customers. So we want to make sure that we are on the right track as it relates to having a culture that is very clear. When you begin to make exceptions for your culture, that is the beginning of the end of the success or at least the limits to success in your business because you're going to create an eroding culture. When you allow someone to be a part of your family, a part of your brand, a part of your team that is unwilling to do things the way we do them, it's going to change our customer experience, ultimately diminishing our return, which is now counterproductive to our purpose. So what is your culture? What do you stand for? You must be very clear. Uh, I want to talk about uh, four things that can help you with your culture, four things that can help you with your culture. Number one is going to be communication. Yes, I know it's simple, but your culture is going to be clearly identified and created based upon how you communicate. Not just what you say as far as information, but also in how you say it. And that can be your inspiration. See, when you don't communicate clearly the expectations of your brand, when you don't communicate clearly the deliverables in your organization, if you don't communicate uh, clearly what 
your why is or how you do things within your organization, you will get inconsistency. Uh, Many times people perform better when they have ownership, when they feel like their opinion matters, or if they are well-informed, rather, about what's going on within the brand. So you have to make sure that as a leader that you clearly communicate everything about your brand as far as how you go about it. There are some steps you take that some may consider extra or unnecessary or less efficient. Well, the reason you may do that may simply be because you found that taking this one extra step empowers your customer to feel like they have uh, been treated at a very special level, which allows them to perhaps pay a little more or come back or send referrals. So it differentiates you in your business, which is why you've made the decision to do that. Now, if you don't communicate that to your team members and they don't understand why you do something, they may not see the importance or significance of doing it a certain way. And when they don't see why or understand why it's not been clearly communicated why, then they don't do it. And now the edge you had, the differentiator you had in the marketplace is gone. Can you imagine if you go to a certain brand where everyone does things the exact same way and all of the customers leave feeling special, but then there's one team member who does not do it that way and that experience for those clientele that that one individual impacts daily changes the culture. They will People will say things like, they used to do it this way or I went there because of this, but they're losing it. So now because you fail to communicate the why behind the the action, now your team is delivering less than desirable results because they don't have the information. So you must communicate and you must be consistent. The behind the scenes communication must match the desired out front demonstration. That's right. You have to look the same behind the scenes in your communication as you do on the front of the house. That's so important. When people see you as team members, communicate with your clientele in such a way that's that's nice, that's concerning, that's considerate. And then in the back of the house, you're loud, you're mean. So again, communication, obviously it's information, but it's also how you do it because the method can sometimes determine the significance of the persons that you're communicating with in the organization. So when you take time to give your customers your best face and give your team the worst of you, you create a conflict in that deliverable. So communication is going to be very critical. Additionally, you want to make sure that you are completely transparent. I I just believe in this so much. If everyone understands where we are, how we're doing, if we're reaching our goals, if we're not hitting our marks, if we are transparent in those discussions, it helps everyone to buy in and to get on board to make sure that we are meeting our culture objectives of having a very clear culture. But if we are not transparent and we keep the numbers from the team and we keep the facts or we we, we share all of the all the complaints, but we don't share the compliments, then we create a confusing culture. And we want to make sure that we are 
transparent in our understanding, in our communication, in what we deliver. This is going to help us to continue to grow. And I know transparency can be uncomfortable because transparency can expose your flaws. But the reason to be transparent is to expose your flaws as well as your strengths so that you can leverage and increase your strengths and you can overcome and address your flaws. That's the purpose of transparency. I want my team members to know where we stand. I want to be honest with myself. I have to do that. Uh, Many times we can make numbers say what we want them to say. But the facts are the facts. And so when we're transparent, when we're honest, you get buy-in. And when when the team members own the culture, they take it personal and work harder to make sure that we have a consistent brand. That, my friends, is what we want to do. And that's why we want to be transparent. So when I think about transparency, there you in order to be transparent, there must be intentionality. You must make it a, 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 it must be have a design, it must be a priority, and you must have a process of transparency because reckless transparency can look like abandonment. But when you're attention, intentional, you can sit down strategically, deliver information in a positive way, and either take away what we, how do we build on this, how do we grow from this, how do we address this, how do we correct this, and then always keeping at the core of the conversation how this information contributes to our culture. So there must be communication, there must be transparency, and then there must be proper placement of your team members. I can't say this enough. If you want the right culture, put the right players in the right position. There's no way to have a great culture when you have the wrong people in the wrong places. Now, let me just say this at the very beginning. You have to be careful of putting friends, loved ones, long-term employees, people who are connected to you in key positions that they do not have the capacity to operate in. Let me say it again. If they don't have the capacity, I know they've been there. I know they're faithful. I know you can trust them. I know you can count on them. But if they don't have the capacity, they cannot do the job. If they cannot do the job and they're in a position to do the job and they're not doing it, they're going to negatively impact your culture because people are going to look at you and say, oh, it's not about how well I do my job. It's not about effectiveness or success. It's more about relationship with him or her. And so you want to make sure that you get people in the right place. How do you do that? Make sure you understand their strengths and put them in places where they can work in their strength zone. When you get in your strength zone, that's when you win. Note to boss, note to leader, just because your name is on the building doesn't mean every job is your strength. Go find somebody who is in their strength zone that will support the culture of excellence that you want to have for your organization. And lastly, my friends, there's communication, transparency, and placement. Then you must have recognition and celebration. When we are attaining our goals, when we are making it, when we have a clear culture and our customers are happy, our revenue is up and we are winning 
all along that journey to get there, we want to take time out to recognize and celebrate, recognize our contributors, recognize our team, recognize those who hold our culture, recognize those who hold our values, and celebrate them. Why do we do this? We celebrate them because it reinforces our culture, and then they begin to become culture agents. A culture agent is one who has adopted your culture and goes out and spreads it internally and externally for your organizational success. So we want to get to the place where we celebrate. If you've listened to me for any length of time, you know that my motto is I do not celebrate small victories, my friend. I celebrate all victories. That's the culture I want to have. I want a culture of celebration, a culture of significance, and a culture of winning. Listen, I am your host, the coach, Rodney Payne. This is Speaking with One Voice. Thank you so much for joining us again this week. Don't forget, coming up October 8th, 8 a.m. to 2 p.m. Central Time here in Oklahoma City, an in-person event, Live to Lead Simulcast, featuring John C. Maxwell, Jamie Kern-Lima, Valerie Burton, Ed Milet, and Jeff Henderson, and locally, yours truly, with giveaways, door prizes, etc., and a free lunch will be included with your price of the ticket. That is $79, and don't forget, we have a virtual-only option, so you can follow us at Rodney R. Payne on all of our social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, and TikTok to get more information there, or simply visit RodneyRPayne.com. Listen, it's been my pleasure to hang out with you again this week. Thank you so much for joining, and until next time, let's keep growing together. Listening to Speaking with One Voice. Please remember to follow Rodney Payne on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Rodney R. Payne. We'd love to hear from you and get your feedback, so please feel free to leave us comments. And if you would rate and subscribe to the podcast, we'd appreciate that as well. Don't forget to set up for notifications so you can get the latest updates and social media posts and get new podcasts when they're released. As always, use the hashtag speaking with one voice or simply SWOV on any of your social media posts. On behalf of Rodney Payne, thanks again for listening to Speaking with One Voice.